All right, we're back on the right track with Brad, and this time we got Ethan Herman. He's one of the 10 Ethans that I know. And we're going to be kind of talking about lukewarmness among Christians in their faith and what that means and how to uh, get out of it, get over it, and just kind of talking about it. Um, we have some things kind of jotted down that we're going to talk about. We haven't seen each other is like what we're going to talk about, so it's kind of fun. But it is my first podcast of this year. I'm planning to do uh, a shorter one today. Uh, maybe that won't be the case if, it, if we just keep going. But um, yeah, we're gonna see if I can do, can kind of get out some like shorter ones instead of like super long and just have them more like topic based. So this one's gonna be more about uh, lukewarmness in Christianity. Um, Cause I, just being a college student, I feel like I kind of see that a lot. And I know that I was definitely in that place. Ethan, do you think you've, yeah. you've been in that? I, I feel like everyone kind of has, yeah, but what do you definitely. think? Well, I feel like even maybe more so than you because like you said you like didn't grow up in a church or well, when I was younger I did like when I was like up until I was like 10 maybe and then okay I just okay. went occasionally from that point on yeah occasionally okay yeah but for definitely for me because I kind of grew up um like preschool in a private school and then that private school was my church so it was like the same group of people and the same building. And although we had like the summer retreat camps for like a week in like fourth and fifth grade, I felt really close then. And even in the trips themselves, they were like, okay, you're gonna go home and you're gonna have to go back to reality and mm -hmm. you're gonna have to still maintain this closeness that you feel this like fire in your soul. And by like my third trip, I like, I like knew what that meant. And then I was like, yeah, let's do it. But then it never happened because I wouldn't like do how, anything. Wait, how long were these trips? Like a week? Yeah, yeah. Like a week, like five days okay. over the summer. Okay, okay. Because I don't want to mix up being close with God and then lukewarmness. Because I know those can be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me get there. Let me get there. All right. All right. I'm tying it in. So, well, that's true. But also at the at like young age, like I didn't have as much like temptations. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, like I would go, I would only, then I would just fall into this routine of like not read my Bible. And my friends were kind of Christians or supposedly, but we were only like in elementary school. And then that kind of just like fell off. And then high school is when I really saw a lot of like brokenness and a lot of sin, of course, because you're meeting new people and they're doing like crazy things. And you're just older and you see stuff more. Yeah, you see, yeah, you see things differently, definitely. So then I was like, whoa, I'm not, not doing that stuff, but I'm still doing this stuff. But this stuff's not as bad as that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I accepted Jesus in my heart. So that means I must be a Christian. Yeah. So therefore, lukewarm Christian. Because I know everything. I'm not, I'm not a bad person. Yeah. That's the key word. Not a bad person. I think we'll get back to that. And, <laughs> but I wasn't born again. And that's, 
I think, the, the main mm, topic. Yes, yes, having the textbook and info and not yeah. being changed from it, not doing anything with it. Right. So you knew it from when, at what, what age were you doing the summer camp-like retreats? Mm, like third, fourth, fifth grade. Okay, so like end of elementary school. So you knew the gospel at that time? Yes, but I didn't know that was called the gospel. Yeah, but you knew, like, what Jesus did. Yeah, yeah. Always. That's that's pretty cool, like... Always knew what it was. Like, obviously, I heard about it and knew about it when I was younger, but I didn't... Like, I couldn't explain it to somebody. And I feel like once you're able to explain something to another person, and, like, maybe not even teach it to another person, but if you can explain something, I feel like at that point, that's where you actually understand it. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I see that a lot with, like, studying and stuff. Like, if you can't explain why something is like for your class that you're learning, like then you, you don't really know it, you know? Right. Um, in most cases, but... Yeah, I... Yeah, because... Yeah, it, it's hard because there's so many different levels of being a Christian or claiming to kind of like be a Christian because... And it makes it complicated and I wish it wasn't like so complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it is black and white. It's like you're either like saved or you're not saved. Right. And it, it's hard because there's no like labels on people that like um that are just that that say that you know like you can't just yeah, yeah. be like oh that person isn't isn't and you shouldn't really be going around thinking that anyway. But uh like you can see it like in some people, but it's hard because there's people who like and we don't have to get into this, but there's people who don't know at all. Mm-hmm. people have like heard about it those people that hear about it and learn more and then there's like you hear about it and you like want to be changed and you want to like do more with it and then there's claiming to be a Christian and then there's there's just so many I don't even know like where I'm going with that but what I'm saying yeah. is that it's complicated I and I wish it wasn't and it's like it's hard because there's so many answers like in the Bible and we know that with all the evidence that there is is that like we can go back to these things of the letters and uh like all of paul's letters and everything that's written in the bible like mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're secured in that but the, it doesn't answer every literal question we have and i think that's why a lot of people won't uh fully be invested in christianity because it doesn't answer every single question or they don't have like a direct sign from god but like how is the bible not a sign <laughs> from God you know like that's literally him telling yeah. us what to do like this is yeah this is his story this is like we're part of that story and again it's just a matter of like evidence of believing it or not but you have to look at it for yourself and you can't just go off on what other people say but um so where do you think you were when um I don't know I guess We'll say when I stopped going, or when I stopped going to church, like, regularly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was kind of trying to say. So, like, in elementary school, I would just go, and just my whole family would go, and then we just got really busy, and we just didn't go anymore, really. It was just kind of, like, on Easter and Christmas Eve, and uh, I don't think, I don't remember consciously thinking, like, why that happened. I just, I think that was just because it was just so busy. It's like, all right we got other stuff to do, but it's still kind of like 
if it's so important, then how come we don't like go anymore? <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like, it's like, wait, what? But, right. um, yeah, but I, I, I believe in God throughout all of junior high, high school, like that never changed. Like the, the trust was there, the prayers were there, but I wasn't, you were praying. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they were more of like the selfish kind of prayers. Like when you're struggling with something or even if you're really thankful about something, like those are good things to pray about, but that's all it was. Completely one-sided relationship like mm-hmm. with God. I see. Yeah. But once I had friends here at college that showed me, um, got me involved in church and I was like, oh man, every Sunday, bro, like every, <laughs> everyone, like really? Yeah. And you know, you don't have to go to everyone, but right. eventually it was like, I just wanted to go every Sunday. Yeah, I'm, like, a desire. I'm like, that's fine to lose two hours of a Sunday, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the, the relationship with God shouldn't even be just that one time of the day on Sunday, it should be every day. But uh, at the time it was like, I didn't really understand the relationship part of it. I just kind of thought it was just something to, to go to. Um, but eventually I, I wasn't in that lukewarm phase because I was like, there was a point where I feel like I was like born again. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I just, I wanted to like other people to know about it. And I, I wanted to learn how to share the gospel with other people and share the good news and why, like, like why, why does this whole story exist? Like, why is it even here? Because I always say this, like, it's, it sounds really cool. Like, it's, a, it's an awesome, like, movie plot, I feel like. Like, you have this one person who has to redeem the whole world, and they have to live this perfect life without ever messing up, and they have to follow through with it. And then, you know, everyone who, like, a bunch of people who loved him at first were, like, betraying him, and he's just, like, the person, like, the protagonist is now, like, being, like, looked at as the bad guy. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like, this is a crazy, like movie and it's like it's just you just can't make it up because like it's over like hundreds and thousands of years of it being like written down um yeah but i just think it's so cool like (laughs) the story is so cool but uh i don't remember where i was gonna go with that but uh once once i fully knew that story i'm like i want other people to know that story and that's where i feel like i kind of passed from just keeping it to myself which i didn't really even know to share it anyway to now it's like, why would, I, why would I be afraid to share something that I believe in? Because in the same way where I love running, I want other people to know about running. Because I think it's good for them. Oh, they right? know about it. Yeah, 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 like I, <laughs> yeah you know. <laughs> but in the same way, like, why would I just keep this to myself? Like, yeah, other people yeah. know. Um, Sharing yeah. that joy you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything else you were going to say either about that or to transition to something else? Yeah. So I want you to define what you think it means to be lukewarm. Oh, yes. That's what we should have gone over that right away. Um, okay. Well, we know it, it's, hard to, it's hard to define it. And this is what's really good that we talk about it. Because we know that following God is a constant process of growth or right. sanctification, right? You're trying to become more like Jesus. You won't get there until you die. <laughs> <laughs> then, you'll, then you'll basically be yeah. his level. True, true. <laughs> and so to preface that is Christians aren't going to be perfect. And um, 
because they're not going to be, be perfect, it's going to be looked at as, like, um, what's it called? Hypocrisy. Yeah. So a lot of definitely. people are like, oh, if you're a Christian, why did, why did you do this or this? And that can be totally, like, understood, but there, there's a sense of, like, understanding that no one is perfect, and that's why you need Jesus in general. It's not mm-hmm. like you become saved and then you don't need Jesus anymore right. because you're perfect. Like, no, you're, you're still not perfect. You still need him. You're, you're always going to need him. So there's never a point where you're just, like, perfect. But, um, again, prefacing that is that uh, I, I'm talking of, if to be lukewarm, I think, I haven't, like, looked up the exact definition of what it means, but when I hear that, I think of, Someone who is claiming to be Christian, but you can't tell that they're Christian. No fruits? No, no fruits that, that you can like see at least. Right. Um, and again, what I, well, like what I said before, you can't tell who's saved and not saved. That's not your right to judge anyway. But it is in the sense of judging, of being able to tell. In, in the same way where you see someone like, in a, in a dark alley, like you're, you're not just going to be like, Oh, I'm not going to judge this person and just go into the alley. Like, right, no, like right. you have to make, you still have to make judgments. And that's, that's also one of the most like misinterpreted Bible verses. It's, uh, I can't remember how it's said. It's like, um, don't judge or you'll be judged or something. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Judge not. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. No, yeah, I know that. It, yeah. It's something like that. It's like, yeah, it's hard. I wish I had. Yeah, but that but that's talking about uh, unrighteous judgment. Yes, yes, yes. But people use that as don't make judgments about anything. Yeah, and it's like, well, you have to make judgments. Like you make judgments in your daily life to be safe for, like yeah. for safe, right? In the same way, you have to. You you kind of have to see where other people are at, but again, not in a, not in the wrong way, because you don't just want to judge someone for like no reason or just the be rude or whatever but um you should <laughs> yeah. you should be able to tell like you should be able to be like oh, oh like this person like looks like jesus this person had like is doing these things mm-hmm. um yeah like you, you should you should be able to tell i'm not saying it's anything that you do that causes you to be uh saved or to not be lukewarm i'm just saying uh like it's kind of like the one foot out, one foot in. Like you can see this person is, in, is doing this, this thing and this thing. But like, it's like trying to do both. Like, it's, like you should be on fire for Jesus. And if you don't see that, which not everyone can be on fire all the time. Because, you know, we know that, again, we're not like perfect. But if I can't tell, it, it's hard for me to be like, oh, like they're like a Christian. Like they're on fire, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, not saying that I'm making the claim like, Oh, that person's not, that person's not. But there's yeah. just a point where you can, like, you, you can tell. You, you can tell who is, like, not lukewarm about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. What do you think? Yeah, so mine's very similar to yours. I said that someone that, well, I'm not even going to go more than my notes, but I said lukewarm is someone that is not born again and hasn't died to their old self. And like you said, it's kind of still trying to serve, you know, their fleshly desires of fitting in, but also fitting into like the church crowd as well. They're kind of like, Mm. they're like acting to their surroundings. So if they're 
they'll conform to their surroundings. So if they're in church, they'll, they'll put on this, oh yeah, yeah, this is good, this is good, I won't do this. And then when they're at that party, then it's like, oh yeah, I'll do this, I'll do this. Like the same things I just said, not because they're conforming. Mm. So they're not really disciplined and they're not set apart. Mm. And, and because of that, they're not reborn. reborn and oh, so you're saying that you're saying it's like you're not even like you're not even born again. That's what you're saying. Well, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So, because I I think my and like and we can talk about this. I think my definition that I just had like in my head was that they are saved, but they're just not like they're just like not on fire, keeping it to themselves, not doing anything, um, but still having that relationship with Jesus. Because we know that that that's the main thing. If you have that, you have that. You don't you don't really have to do anything else. It's just. That it, those things are going to come, right? That the fruit's going to come, but oh yeah, true. So that that is that is interesting. I don't know. So you I, think, I don't just want to talk in circles about that if we don't know. But go ahead. So you're saying you think it's like in the middle of they just realize their need for Jesus, but they quite haven't died to their self yet. Well, I I think they I think they have, <laughs> but they're still not like. You, you, again, like you can't tell. Like they could be they could be a full. Christian, fully devoted, they got, their, they got everything going, they're doing everything right, they got it, and you just can't tell, it's like, I, like, you're, you're just, and that kind of goes back to the conforming to the world thing, like, it's just, yeah, it's just like I said, you just can't tell, like, it's, it's harder to tell. Right. Um, right, and because you asked them, they would say they were. Yeah, you would ask them, like, maybe, like, privately, and they'd be like, yeah, but, like, they're not gonna say it in, like, a big group of friends. Or anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But wow. again, th- that's why it's constantly growing. That's why no one's like perfect, and that's why it's gonna be like that that upward trajectory of like growing in it. It's not like if you're at this point right now, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're like you're done. Like, <laughs> it's right. just the uh, it's it's just like it's just something to kind of like look back and be like, like where are you at? But yeah, fair enough. So, another question would be. How, how do you think it affects unbelievers when they hang around a person who says they're a Christian, but they're just lukewarm? I think they just think that what they believe in just isn't that serious. They think it's just something they add on to their life. Mm-hmm. You're, saying, you're saying how unbelievers view a lukewarm Christian? Yeah, just the effect. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think they would most likely just think that it's just something that they do or have added on to their life and they don't really believe in it that much. Because it goes, this, this goes for anything. If you believe in something, you're probably going to talk about it and share about it. If it's something that is, that you actually believe or support, right? Like anything you believe or support, you're going to be able to tell. Like you're wearing a Cubs hat right now. I know, now. I was about to say it. I know the season's <laughs> coming up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm hyped about the Cubs. And I'm mm-hmm. going to tell, we just re-signed uh, Cody Bellinger. That's a big sign. Is Swanson still there? Oh, yeah, he's still there. Is this the second year now? I think it's the second. I think it's the second year. So I, I, I got the hat on. Uh-huh. I'm willing to talk about it. You ask me how the Cubs do, and I say, we're going to do great. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and so you're saying that they need to be able to do that about the gospel. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, can't just be like, oh, yeah, church was great, but that was that. They have to have this relationship. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah, you're, you're probably going to talk about it and you're going to, it's just, it's, you're just going to be different. The things are going to do with me different. And you can see that by what a person believes or supports. I just, I think that's just what it is. Just like period. Um, in the same way where like, if you see someone always in the gym all the time, it's like, oh, well they probably care about their health. Right. And mm-hmm. if you see someone, uh, or if you hear someone's always at like church or Bible study or whatever, you can probably tell that that is a priority in their life. And they're actually making it something yeah. like it's, it's like part of your identity at that point. Yeah. So, and there's nothing more important to have your identity. And then something that's going to be eternal. Right. Cause all these things in our life right now are going to be temporary. Like literally everything. And the only thing that lasts forever is what Jesus says is, um, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And that's just like, that's awesome. I love that verse. Yeah. That, that, verse. that is quite, that is quite a thinker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it hurts. I think it hurts the, the witness for Christians because if, if you're just if you're just saying it and then you're just not changed by it, it's like okay, well, what's what's really even the point? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that for some sports sports teams too, like people, um, and you know, obviously sports is different because some people just like like I I say I'm uh, like a Bears fan, but I don't really watch that much football you know oh i know but <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but if uh so i this, this might be more of like a bad example but um like if i don't know anything about it am i really like a fan it's just kind of like that like am i really a fan of the bears if i don't know anything about the team or the players right but, but i mean which i do know some but i'm just giving like an example yeah uh, to defend myself a bit but uh same thing with with that yeah, because um, I heard something that was pretty devastating. So today's Friday. It wasn't today's Friday, or today's um, spiritual surveys. But last Friday, there was a girl who interviewed another girl on campus. Wait, wait, wait. Let's explain what that is, spiritual surveys. Of course. We shall. Spiritual surveys is... Um, it can be anything, really. But... At the BCM, it is a paper, and you go through the list of questions, and you just kind of gauge someone, anybody that you come across on campus. You you go up to them and ask them. Usually, you're partnered up, and then you ask this person, maybe their spiritual background growing up, if they still believe that or if it's different, and then you ultimately try to get them to say see if they know the gospel and if not then you try to share the gospel to them but another question is like who is jesus how likely are you going to heaven and the big one is what would you say to god to let if he had to let you into heaven so those are kind of the questions and there's more or less you can pick from but so two girls we're asking this other girl um, just kind of about like, okay, so the girl said that she grew up Christian and that she still wants to be a Christian, but she doesn't think she is. And it's because of her immediate friend group. They, I think they were sorority girls or something or living that lifestyle at least of, of just women who said they, they probably wear the necklace, you know, the cross, and they say they're a Christian, but 
they were rude to her and not friendly to her in any way. But I think maybe that's like all she had. So she couldn't like, it was either no friends, but she needs a community because everyone mm. kind of needs a community. And that's why church is so important. But anyways, so she kind of, she kind of got turned off by like Christianity. And if it's like, well, if that's really what a Christian is, then I don't want to be one and nor do I want to be around other people. But I mean, that's like perfect that, I mean, God placed these two people together. One, taking the survey, one that has, that's from the BCM that kind of, kind of give her hope. And so she was kind of like showing that like, oh, kind of like showing what she was and her testimony. And this is the interview. Er was sharing her testimony and kind of like, mm. and then the interviewee was like, wow, this is, this is what I was looking for. This is a community that I need to be in. Uh, what well, true believers and not so she kind of she kind of ran into a lukewarm and she kind of got like so turned off but when she was meeting someone that was tr true spiritually sound she mm. she felt like this is where she needed to be and I think that's like crazy how that could be like someone's whole life is they don't really even know what a true Christian looks like or who Jesus really is and his promises that he gives us yeah and that's like so scary to think that there's so many people out there that just think they know what it is and they don't mm -hmm. like it so they they leave yeah yeah that's that's huge because honestly like lukewarm or not like even if you are a christian like i feel like well i guess it's easier for me to say now but if like it i mean okay yeah this is kind of hard to say like if you're, if you're going to find something out about information about something, you want to go to the source and not the people that kind of... The sorcerer. If you will. But because uh, you would think like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to someone who like knows about the stuff, which to an extent, like that is, probably, that is, that yeah. is probably what it's going to be, you know, uh, for most things. But it's hard because you can't really like warn someone with, Christianity and saying, oh, no, no, just read the book. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you do have to go to the people. Like, people, yeah. the people are going to help you, like, grow in that. But if you're, if you're saying that you're turning away from, like, you know, people who have, like, church hurt and they're hurt in the church and they're like, that's why I'm turning away or because they don't like how some other Christian acts, it's like, well, it's not that you hate, you're not necessarily saying you hate Christianity, you're just saying you hate the, the, the people in it. Uh, or those people who are in it because because if, if they don't like how those people are, are saying certain things it's like well you have to go to like what the what the bible says and the bible says um like like the bible is not gonna like like people who people who read the bibles who are who are christian they're they're not gonna live it out perfectly that's why you have to go to like what the actual scripture says because the scripture is, is what christianity is it's not church because mm -hmm. I mean, first of all, there's so many different churches. I mean, think about all the different denominations. Like, right. you can go to any not denomination, which is any branch of Christianity, and you might not like that one because you just didn't know about it. And it's hard because so much about not like so much of people who I, I think who are not in Christianity in their faith is 
because they don't know about it. Like that's like that's the whole thing, and that's why yeah. there's so much of a wanting to share with other people because it's uh, it's like something that Trevor Champion said in a in a previous podcast, and it's basically what uh, John Four is talking about with the woman at the well, where uh, we were making a reference, or he was making a reference to like if I have if there's all these like really thirsty people in a desert and I find this, like this, all this water and it's like so much water, right? Like just so much. Like, why would you just like hold that to yourself when mm-hmm. you can just share that with other people? Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. if there's all these people who are in the desert and you, you know, they need it. You're not just going to hang on to it and be like, all right, I got all this extra water. I don't even like need it all. I'm just going to hold on to it. It's like, what? No. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, it's again, like, it's not even so much that, that I just want other people to know about it because it's something that I care about. It's that I know it's actually going to have a, a literal everlasting effect on them. So yes. that's, that's also why being like lukewarm is, is kind of tough because odds are, if you are, you're not really sharing that people or you're just kind of half efforting it. And it's like, no, like we, we have to be all in. And, and that, that's also a call for the people who are um, like on fire or who are not, uh, lukewarm who are Christian because it's always a constant reminder of well you can't really just completely sit back all the time Mm -hmm. like it's got to be a a thing and it shouldn't really be like a a burden necessarily it's obviously something that we have to do but it's like there's a reason for it like there's a reason like look we get to be part of like God's plan and sharing that that's like part of like the mission and it just it gives you purpose and when you have purpose in something that you know is gonna be eternal it's different than having your purpose in just a career or just a sport or mm-hmm. a person, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I got a few things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like they are a Christian, but they are not Christ. I saw that. Uh, mm. It was a trend. Okay. On TikTok. I, I picked up on that. All right, all right. And then also, it's also that it's not like people came to Jesus and they were like, are you Jesus? And he was like, yeah. Jesus was out there being like, yo, listen, I'm Jesus. You know, he wasn't just sitting on that throne. He was yeah. out there. He was out there sharing. Mm. So it's kind of like, you know, what would Jesus do? Like that, like that, that phrase, you know, he wasn't just sitting out there waiting for people to come to him and figure it out on themselves because mm-hmm. they wouldn't have. So he was leading that charge. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that just shows the importance of evangelism. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is like, that is huge. That is huge. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up? Yeah, I think well, we wrap another up. thing was how do you, if someone, if I'm hearing this, if I'm on the other side of this, how would I be able to tell myself that I'm not lukewarm. Yeah, that was actually one of my things uh, that I was going to write down. Like, what's the, like, how do you kind of work on it? Um, again, like, that's why I thought my point of view was that they're already, like, they've already put their trust in Christ because, uh, because I think, because I think your question is, like, how can you be, as I said already, like, how can you be on fire and not lukewarm, but if you're saying, how do you recognize that you might be lukewarm, is are you, are you hesitant to share your faith with other people, like, all the time? 
because there's not going to be, of course, there's going to be times where you don't feel comfortable to share it, and that's something to always work on. But, like, are you being completely hesitant to share it? Do you, like, not want other people to know? So I think there's, there's kind of, like, the mental side of that. So no and burden then for the lost? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying, like, you won't even, like, bring it up. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like if someone asked you, even just on one-on-one, just like a stranger, like, you wouldn't even, like, tell them. But then I think there's also the, the, the fruits sort of thing. Like, what comes with putting your trust in him is that, like, are you, are you really trusting? Like, that's another thing. Like, are you really being fully dependent and reliant on God? Because uh, if you're thinking that you can do things just completely on, on your own, then yeah. that's, that's kind of, that, that's going to change the way you do things. That's going to change the way that you're, you act and how your behavior is. But also, um, are you, like, it, it, it's really just, it's really supposed to be just like a check-in. Like, this, this whole, like, podcast, I feel like, is just to kind of, like, check in and be like, like, where am I at? It, it's not yeah. so much of a, are you lukewarm, are you this? It's, are you obeying God? Because you can, you can say you love God all you want, but if you're not obeying him, are you really loving him? Um, so that's, that's something to kind of think about where it's the classic, like, actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, are, like what, are you, what are you doing to grow in your relationship with him? Like, how are you, like, building, building up the kingdom for Jesus? Yeah. So I, I think it's just recognizing kind of where you're at and thinking, like, all right, like, this is my identity, you know? Mm-hmm. That is true. Because I do remember this one time where, actually it was a many times, where I would just be so fearful of death and that maybe your definition is correct. Because um, I was so fearful of death and I knew that God had a plan for me. But I wasn't willing to accept that what if his plan was for me to die tomorrow? I was like so afraid that like that was his plan and I wasn't willing to like submit to that. So, I would, so instead of sleeping, I would stay up all night so I wouldn't like, so the next day would like never come. Like I was like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So I would like, cause sleeping, like you said, before we started the podcast, you teleported to the morning. So I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to teleport to the morning cause I thought that if I stay awake, I can like wait it out longer. And, and I, like, that's what I said, like, in middle school, so I had gone on those retreats in elementary school, and I just, I wasn't fully, like, trusting him, but I was praying to him, and I believed in him, and I knew he was real, and I believed that he's God's son, and the Holy Spirit, and, and, you know, so I checked off all the boxes if you were to have a checklist. Right. But we don't, because <laughs> we don't need one. But, yeah, I just didn't have that full trust, and, and I think be your definition of lukewarm could be could be correct maybe but yeah <laughs> I think trust is a big thing to realize yeah yeah and it kind of, kind of goes back to what I was saying in the beginning about uh, being because I feel like like obviously everyone has their own like testimony and but for me, I have, I have, I'm, I'm in a different situation than some people because a lot of people grow up in church, right? Like completely. And they're like, they're saved when they're like really, really young. And for me, it was 
during college. So I've had both sides. And I didn't have, like, a completely different, like, terrible lifestyle. But yeah. um, but it was, it was definitely different. Like, it was, I was definitely, a, like, a different person. And so I... I, I have like the I have the the transition process and I have the um how I thought about things before and after like mm-hmm. being fully obedient or obviously trying because it's always trying trying to be obedient and couldn't just not really caring what what it, what God had to say it's like okay well he made me he wants what's best for me so I can do whatever I want and then <laughs> I'll just go to heaven and that's just how it works but uh, I didn't know that I just didn't know what the Bible said, and uh, you have to look at it for yourself, and that was that was what I did to see, see all this. But um, wait, what was I what was I bringing up? Oh yeah, the college campus thing. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. So I I see people uh, on college campuses, and I can kind of see like I can see, like when I'm doing spiritual surveys, or I'm just talking with like friends, or I see people around. Uh, I I can see like oh I was like. I remember when I was like at where they're at, and it's not that I'm like better than them or anything, but I, I can remember like talking with people, and I'm thinking like, oh, I used to be like right there, like I remember that, like yeah. they're really close, yeah. or, um, or I remember when I first did this, and they just did that for the first time, and it, it's cool to see that because it's like, it, it's just it's kind of cool to see because I know that my. Uh, the way that my my faith has changed is um like i i can i can i feel like i can i'm able to help those people because yeah. i was where they were at so that's kind of my you can relate part of my like i don't want to say calling but like kind of part of my mission that i can help with for evangelism because i was in their spot you know yeah so cool. i try to take advantage of that and help but yeah um anything else you wanted to to bring up I totally had something and I just forgot. I guess <laughs> no, not. Um, yeah, I mean that was that was pretty much all I really wanted to talk about. I feel like I could like keep going, but um, Ooh, yeah. I was trying to keep this one shorter, but it's still pretty good. Thirty eight, I think. <laughs> it's pretty solid though. Um, it went by pretty fast. I I swear every time they go like they go by really fast. Um, I suppose that's good. Like I feel like it's only been like twenty minutes, but. Um, yeah, so this was kind of talking about, uh, just kind of wrap up, like, I mean, we kind of already wrapped up, <laughs> um, talking, <laughs> talking about lukewarmness, kind of checking in where you're at, um, you know, praying about it, seeing where you're at with your relationship, because that's the most important thing that is everlasting, that's eternal, and, um, yeah, just trying to, just trying to get back on fire, and uh, again, like, you're not going to be perfect, there's going to be mistakes, and, that's just that's just part of the, the growth you know the growth isn't going to be a perfect straight line of becoming more like christ but it's going to be up and down um so you know but yeah so thanks for coming on ethan it was cool uh i like have a conversation with you because you we like to i don't think we did so much of it this time but we like to like play devil's advocate with yeah. with what we're like what we say and what we're thinking um, in conversation, so it's always fun to do that because being open-minded is uh, super... It, it's hard to do a lot of the times when you're having conversations with people if they disagree on something, but I think it really helps for the sake of understanding perspective and just 
where you're at in any thought of any concept. So it's fun. I like thinking about stuff like that. But yeah, so thanks for coming on. It's fun and peace. Peace.